Ahoy, mateys, and welcome to another episode of I'm Ready, a SpongePod Squarecast. My name is Captain Eric, and we are continuing our sail through the second season of SpongeBob SquarePants. Today's episode, we are covering I'm With Stupid, a classic season two episode of SpongeBob SquarePants. This last week that I've had personally has been um, an experience in juggling as many adult things as you can possibly do at one time. Uh, and unfortunately, because of that, with, with a wedding and everything that is surrounded around a wedding and other circumstances and tropical storms hitting my state, uh, we had a bit of a of just a weird release schedule in some episodes. And I'll tell you, um, I lost power in my home around the time that the last week's this week a Nickelodeon episode was supposed to come out. So that never dropped the way it should have. Um, and unfortunately, because of that, there then became a delay on releasing a future episode until I uh, the future Sponge Pod episode until I can get that sorted out and taken care of. So then I was eventually able to get that up this morning, finally, which just you know, means great. Now there's just this backup. So uh, if you are a fan of the show and you're coming back to this episode, uh, having to miss it, or if you're listening to this on YouTube in order or however, uh, I, I do hope you enjoy it. I do apologize for the late delay. Uh, but sometimes, you know, the, the things in our adult lives, just even when they come out of nowhere, this is hey, didn't expect it, but had to roll with the punches. And, um, and here we are. Uh, so, if for once again, for those who have not checked out the updated YouTube channel, I'm slowly, at least this week, going to be starting to update a bit of the art all over the channel, all over our social media. Uh, things are evolving uh, in a, in a little bit. Not with this show in particular or anything associated. With, like with this trajectory of this show is still moving forward, but uh, this is for myself as a as a content creator. Um, I I still would like to make more content beyond podcasts that are associated with Nickelodeon and, and some various other animated properties. Um, so I've evolved our YouTube and Facebook. Uh, Facebook will be coming, but the YouTube channel specifically has evolved past just being a, a home for I'm Ready, a SpongePod Squarecast. Uh, it's a general home for everything that I'm going to make now and in the future at the Captain Eric YouTube channel. So uh, if, you are, are, if you are a fan of the podcasts I create, any of the audio content I create, I am sure you are going to be a fan of any of the video content I create. So uh, look up Captain Eric on YouTube. I'll make sure it is updated with all of the Linktree stuff. I'm sure if you're listening to this on, on any podcast uh, platform, or any other video platform, you can actually follow any of the links of our social media and and find your way over to our YouTube, over to our Facebook, where the, the videos are a little bit slower to update over on that end. And honestly, Facebook does not have the easiest UI. So it's just like, hey, it, it, let me know. If there's people out there who do listen to the show through uh, other means and Facebook being one of them, let me know if that's a platform you even like watching video content on. But honestly, I'm putting... Uh, all of my effort into YouTube, and then once I move later this year, eventually Twitch will you know become a factor in my life. So uh, I do appreciate each and every one of you. Uh, the support has just the ongoing support has just been incredible. Um, if you are someone who has been listening to this show from episode one, uh, please let me know. I I would love to know who's just been who's been here since since the early beginnings of the Ready Crew. Uh, and and as far as that goes, if you have 
other friends, other family members who might be into Nickelodeon animation, uh, other friends online, please show off as much of the show as you can. Being a part of the Ready Crew means that you should always be looking to bring on more smiling faces. So uh, please get the word out of the show get the word out of Captain Eric and all the stuff I create, at least if you're a fan of it. Uh, if not, well, then the plank's right there, buddy. You can jump right off right into the uh, ocean of the internet and find yourself another ship. Uh, but before we get into I'm With Stupid, we're going to take a quick break and uh, hear me hawk on how much uh, I love my show and how there's products and whatnot. Uh, there will be, for season two, I'm going to I'm gonna retire that commercial. Uh, I'm at least going to have a brand new one, uh, hopefully for every future season. Uh, so it's season Season three looming. I'm just going to have everything updated, so uh, keep keep an eye out for that. Um, but yeah, in the meantime, uh, still enjoy the last few times we'll have to listen to uh, to my my little support commercial and and do and really honestly understand that any way that you can support me or any of the things that I create, I greatly appreciate that. So uh, we're gonna take a quick break, and when we get right back, we're gonna go right into I'm with stupid. Hey, SpongeBob, you wanna stay for dinner? <laughs> Magic Conch. Will I ever get to meet Tom Kenny? Maybe someday. Oh, so you're saying there's a chance. Okay, okay. Should I tell fans of the show how they can support us? Yes. Goofy Goobers, supporting the show is shockingly easier than catching a blue jellyfish. Right from our Anchor page, anchor.fm slash spongepod, you can find links to all of our social media and a support button if you happen to have a few extra clams. Also follow us on twitch.tv slash spongebobpodcast, where it's not only the official home to our sister show, Video Bob Game Pants, it's also where I stream live drawings of various Nickelodeon characters and host the opportunity for commissions and giveaways. Lastly, the official merchandise store is now open at redbubble.com slash people slash spongepod, where various designs will be uploaded in Inspired by our show, including our official logo, which is now available on a multitude of products like t-shirts, stickers, duvet covers, and even a shower curtain. This is a podcast by a fan for fans and will always be fan-driven. Any way you see fit on supporting our show is much appreciated. Thank you and enjoy. <laughs> Does he always do that after he eats? Only on Wednesday. And welcome back. What what's really fascinating about this episode is it's it's a dynamic of Patrick we've never got to see before. And and I think it's an interesting dynamic to find ourselves in. What happens when Patrick gets to be the smart one between him and SpongeBob? Now, you know, every friendship there's going to be someone who's better at one thing than others you know i'm sure you can think of your best friend which one of you would be the better driver for a road trip you know which one of you would be the better um you know music the dj for the ride i'm sure there's probably a bunch of friends out there who would argue that one but you know to say the least there's probably a bunch of big activities you can think of where between best friends you could go this person is is better at this than i am i'd rather have them do this um between the dynamic of spongebob and patrick uh, it seems to be that, hey, when it comes to the stuff that they enjoy doing together, they're just pretty great at it. There's no reason to have uh, a, a dumber friend. In, in fact, SpongeBob, I think, just kind of rallies in, in Patrick's stupidity. I think he 
follows it because it usually leads to fun. I mean, when they have to just sit there and make a game, create a game with one another, um, it might not make sense to anyone else, but it just makes sense to them. I think SpongeBob runs with that kind of energy when it comes to his friendship with Patrick. So in terms of intelligence, not really a needed thing when, you know, most of the things you're doing um, really are just kind of relaxing and also just kind of enjoying nature in a way. Jellyfishing is probably the most strenuous activity that SpongeBob and Patrick do that I would say requires a bit of intelligence. Um, it's akin to something like fishing, which you might think is super simple of, you know, ah, throw the worm in the water, catch a fish. Well, yeah, that's simple. But when you open that door to the world of fishing and the different possibilities and the 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 science behind it, it's it's a much deeper sport that I think people give it credit for. And the same could be said probably for the jellyfishing world. I'm sure things go way beyond the thought of just taking a net out into the jellyfish world. So Patrick is smart at a, at a bunch of things out there, um, but he's mainly good at being lazy and, you know, just not being the lightest bulb in the room. And, and this is an episode that lets him explore what it's like not being the dimmest bulb in the room. What is it like pointing at someone else um, which is a tactic you'll see with with some kids growing up. If you remembered in school, chances are you ran into somebody along your way that once in a while would get made fun of or, um, you know, not really well liked, might might have gotten bullied. But the second someone else comes into the room that is worse than they are or the attention, the bullying attention goes on to someone else, they will kind of slyly kind of move in on that as well like hot you know now I'll make fun of you because you're the weakling in the room or you're this you're that that stuff happens all the time and and Patrick runs with this in a very inappropriate way but we're we're getting ahead of ourselves what what is I I'm with stupid where did it start what does it do well it's the second half of the 37th episode of SpongeBob SquarePants and first premiered on October 19th 2001 it was written by Aaron Springer CH Greenblack and Mark O'Hare uh, it's, of course, partnered with Procrastination. The The beginning of this episode finds us with SpongeBob hoping to go jellyfishing with his friend Patrick, showing up at his house, and Patrick is furiously and frantically running around his home, creating furniture out of the sand in his house. Now, if you've been in Patrick's home up to this point, there usually isn't much. It's just either a flat, you know, th at some points when his home has lifted up, it's just been kind of flat sand the starfish under the rock. Sometimes there's a dip into the ground, but it's usually just a hole. And other times there's one piece of furniture in that hole. There's sometimes a bed with a nightstand. Well, that's two pieces of furniture. Um, sometimes there's just a chair. Well, big piece. There's sometimes just like a one solid, you know, one bed or one chair and then a, you know, a TV or maybe other few things like whatever is necessitated, I guess, of the scene we've seen even in the last episode when SpongeBob called Patrick, he was in a bed in his, in his uh, rock. But this time Patrick is just creating extra furniture, uh, a lamp, uh, an ottoman, he, uh, a dresser. He's creating false furniture because his parents are coming over. His parents sent him a letter, which a note, which, Hold on. We that's a good joke. I I'm just going to play the audio for that here. So Patrick gets a uh, correspondence from his parents that they're going to be coming to his home and I'm guessing by his reaction it's really the first time they've ever come to his house. Uh I I find that 
I I guess to be weird, you would think that at some point they would have visited beforehand, but I guess not. Um, and Patrick is really worried about not impressing his parents or on the fact that his parents, I guess, have always looked down on him. He's he's perceived as being stupid and his parents treat him as stupid and he wants them. He wants to impress them, which I think is very relatable. A lot of people, especially when you're when you're out of your parents nest and you're on your own. Well, what's what do you want to do? You you do want to be independent and live on your own, but you kind of want to like slightly you want to one up your parents a little bit I, in the in the sense that you want to show off that you can live out on your own and you can do it and what that looks like. And here we are, Patrick, uh, freaking out over just the lack of furniture, which, um, I, you know, just knowing what ends up happening, I don't think the lack of furniture would have really mattered in the grandest scheme of things when it comes to Patrick and his parents. Uh, but eventually, SpongeBob, you know, calming Patrick down of just this of this freak out, which, by the way, when he does, Patrick immediately kind of puts SpongeBob in his place. Uh, he really gets serious about what's going on and what's happening. Uh, SpongeBob is trying to get Patrick not to freak out as much with his parents coming over. But, you know, what, what can you say? It's, it is a big deal when your parents visit your home for the first time. Uh, I, I can attest to that. Um, eventually, after Patrick kind of unleashes the root of the problem over his parents and the way that they, they look at him, they view him. Um, Patrick does cry here. We do get a sense that, um, you know, although he is a bit unintelligent, you know, he does have some intelligence and he has able to catch on the fact that his parents treat him a little differently. Now, his parents are completely justified probably in their treatment with Patrick. I imagine that as a child, he was getting himself into quite some dangerous situations, uh, and they had to reel him in probably more than several times, but, um, he, he's still sad about it, and here he is living on his own as an adult. Um, SpongeBob offers that if his parents usually treat Patrick like he is stupid, like he's the dumb one, what if they were to encounter someone even dumber than Patrick? Then with Patrick not being the dumb one in the room, maybe his parents would start looking at him in a different light or at least seeing that, you know, he's, he's not what they remember. And that is the plan that is agreed to. SpongeBob is just going to be a really dumb idiot around Patrick's parents, which I'm guessing is also the first time that SpongeBob is meeting Patrick's parents, which is just an it's an hilarious point to put yourself in. Imagine meeting your best friend's parents for the first time. And your first thought is, I'm going to pretend to be even dumber than you are so that your parents appreciate you. A, that's a really great friend. But uh, I, I would like to have good relationships with the parents of my best friends. I at least try to. Uh, SpongeBob is on a whole other level of friendship, I guess, because I don't think I would ever really offer that as, a, as an option. Eventually, Patrick's parents uh, show up and pretty much treat Patrick as we expected. And Patrick is, of course, not really into it and is, is really not happy about it. Um, they, they kind of subtly insult Patrick in a way, and, and it's, uh, it's a form of abuse. Um, like, wow, son, you'd learned to dress yourself this time. You, you, you wore pants. Like it's a compliment, but it's kind of like a backhanded compliment in a way. And coming from a parent, I don't know. It's just a little weird. Like I, it's just, and, and Patrick was anticipating it though. That's the thing is that, uh, his parents are treating him like this. 
Patrick's parents were actually voiced by Thomas F. Wilson and Susan Boyajin. Uh, Thomas F. Wilson, if you don't know, is actually uh, the actor, Thomas F. Wilson, Biff from the Back to the Future trilogy, and a mainstay here on SpongeBob SquarePants in terms of, of that guest voice actor spot. He has voiced a ton of characters on SpongeBob SquarePants, and, and honestly, this is one of my favorite episodes he has ever appeared in, uh, because he's actually in this episode twice. We'll get to that in a little bit. Uh, but uh, Patrick's parents here, um, I honestly, they're, they're very charming. They're kind of... Um, I'm going to say something and it might it's going to gel with just certain people of my age, but they just kind of the way that they're dressed and the way that they come across as as parents and people, they just remind me of the Roseanne and Dan equivalent of of like sea stars. I don't know. They're not Roseanne Barr and Dan from the show Roseanne, but just they seem they just seem like middle class starfish, just the way Patrick's dad is dressed, the way his mom is dressed, the way that they eventually treat SpongeBob. Um, it, I don't know. There's just something about that. It, like I said, I, I'm only bringing up Roseanne in just terms of like that level of middle class that you're trying to capture in just clothing. They they perfectly did it. It just was just something that it reminded me when I see, saw these characters, and then especially. When you see something later on, the way that other characters are dressed, it's just not something you you see a lot of characters under the sea dress as. Um, it was just off-putting at first, and then watching it now as an adult, I was like, I don't know, they kind of remind me of Roseanne characters. Maybe I'm wrong. Uh, we'll, we'll see again. Maybe every time I watch this episode, I'll, the parents will just remind me of different 90s sitcom people. Uh, anyway... Uh, so his parents, of of course, start uh, immediately kind of going through Patrick's life when, in fact, the doorbell rings. Patrick needs to see who it is. It is, in fact, his neighbor, SpongeBob. Now, SpongeBob has a little bit of a pep talk before going in with Gary, where Gary kind of asks why he has to look stupid, which is because SpongeBob has decided to wear his karate helmet uh, during his entire visit. Now, it should be addressed that that some people who, who might have more severe um, mental challenges may have to wear a helmet at certain points during the day because they may their body may thrash around so it has to you know protect their head from hitting any hard services they may bang their head on a table um, there's nothing wrong it's just a it's just a protectionary and there's some people out there who may not have any mental challenges but because of certain ticks may have to wear some protection over their head because of certain situations so SpongeBob being out of the home I guess I guess would make sense for the level of the character he's trying to portray. Um, I, I think it was just a reason for SpongeBob to wear a helmet again. He doesn't really get to wear the helmet outside of many karate episodes. So um, it, it's it's a design choice people are familiar with and would just kind of add to the goofiness of everything he was doing inside of Patrick's house. Once he gets inside of Patrick's house. Uh, the goal here is that SpongeBob is going to pretty much do the complete opposite of everything Patrick says, is going to just be the opposition to everything in the room, be the the crazy guy in the room, so that his parents are so drawn to everything that SpongeBob is doing or shouting or enacting in the room that it completely takes their attention away from Patrick and maybe how... 
um, dumb he may be in their eyes. Now, I'm not going to sit here and go over every single gag that goes through over this show. Um, I will say that one of my favorite little moments in this episode, it's super cute. It's uh, right when they're eating dinner, they're eating TV dinners, and all three of them are staring. They're in front of the television, but they're all staring off to the right, and you hear this noise of just this noise going like in and out, in and out. And the the camera pans over to SpongeBob just pressing his nose in and his pants when he presses his nose in his pants fall to the ground and then when he lets go of his nose they zip right back up and it's just him doing it over and over again there it's just adorable like that little moment is I don't know I love SpongeBob SquarePants and that little moment is just one of those little weird it, it's just a moment in time that like I love it's a it's not even a funny joke it's just like uh he does this at, after every dinner like I guess Spongebob is just saying like yep at the end of every dinner I just go over to the corner and press my nose like that uh playing this stupid character it's just it's so funny to see the little things that make me giggle so much I don't know why it's I can't explain it. if you're out there and you love that little moment please sound off in the comments let me know I want to hear about it uh, but yeah, he's just going through crazy noises, erratic behavior all throughout the home, uh, making Patrick really look like a superstar to the point that Patrick starts accepting all of these compliments and everything that SpongeBob is doing as fact. He is now fully engulfed in this world that he helped create. He wanted to seem less stupid to his parents. He allowed SpongeBob to act this way in front of them, to portray that, and he joins in on the fun, almost tenfold even meaner than what his parents were doing, because his parents were pointing out weird things that SpongeBob would do or say. Patrick just went up and completely insulted the way SpongeBob dresses, and even the fact that his uh, eyelashes are uh, a bit thicker than you would expect, uh, insinuating that he actually uses mascara in which Patrick's mom at that point even, you know, ooh, he wears makeup. Uh, now, just completely putting down SpongeBob's looks, the way he dresses, going beyond their planned uh, idea for the evening's proceedings. At this point, SpongeBob drops the act completely. He tries talking with Patrick, who just plays up the fact that this dumb guy is now just talking with him. And even when they get a private time away from Patrick's parents, because you would think, okay, Patrick's just playing it up in front of his parents and, and you know, he'll have SpongeBob go along with it. The twist here is that when they get into the kitchen, Patrick just fully accepts and fully believes that SpongeBob is this dumb 24-7 and that everything that they've just went through is completely true. And he is really convinced of this to the point he even wears the classic I'm with stupid t-shirt, which is, of course, where the name of this episode comes from wearing a t-shirt that says I'm with stupid with an arrow either to the left or the right. The idea being that you stand next to somebody and you're just announcing to the world that the other person is stupid. Uh, I imagine it's one of the earliest gag t-shirts. I can't think of something. It's like the where, you know, how did the you know, why did the chicken cross the road of of sassy t-shirts is the I'm with stupid one uh, but Patrick even wears this right in this moment in the kitchen just in, like completely enthralled with the fact that Spongebob is now the stupid one between them and accepting this idea that oh yeah yeah you're really smart Spongebob because Spongebob at this point the act is completely dropped he doesn't continue it once Patrick insulted him it was done uh, Patrick 
is, you know, allowing, even as he says, I'll humor you. He is, he is lost in his own world. SpongeBob leaves the kitchen, walks up to Patrick's parents and is completely open and honest with them about why he was doing what he did, um, the, their treatment of Patrick and, and that being the ultimate catalyst for why he would act in that way. Um, he started from square one, even reintroduced himself as SpongeBob SquarePants. Patrick's dad completely no-sells this entire conversation and just concludes that the amount of time that SpongeBob was in the kitchen with Patrick, that Patrick was so smart, he was able to teach SpongeBob how to speak in full sentences. Uh, that upset SpongeBob even more, and when Patrick's parents doubled down on this idea that literally everything that's coming out of his mouth from then on is in due to Patrick's teachings, uh, he just outright explodes and gets out of there. He is done, completely explodes out of Patrick's house, and that is the last we see of SpongeBob. Um, now that there is no idiot in the room, there is no person to point to, his parents then compliment Patrick on just how much they didn't know their son and how much they respect him. And, you know, it, it's a wonderful little moment for Patrick until we get to this iconic moment in which Patrick's parents, in talking with themselves, now their real names aren't mom and dad, their real names are Marty and Janet. Now, Patrick may be dumb, and Patrick may not know what his parents look like, but Patrick knows that his parents are not called Janet and Marty. He knows his parents' first names are not Janet and Marty. He then starts freaking out on his parents, to which Janet and Marty are just as freaked out. We then get a knock on the door, which the rock opens up, and Squidward appears, uh, telling us that for the entire morning there there was this, this couple hanging out in front of his house, asking where's Patrick for hours and annoying Squidward. We look over and we see another pair of starfish, uh, clearly more Patrick's parents. They are donning uh, very similar floral and color patterns to Patrick. Um, now, these characters are also voiced by the same voice actors of Marty and Janet. Uh, for those characters, Marty and Janet then uh, pretty much figure out that between the two of them, they don't even have a son and just kind of walk off. It is... That's the end of the episode, and it is by far, it's my favorite Patrick episode I can think of, unless I've, I don't think I've said that before. I think, like, this is my favorite Patrick-centric episode, because we get to see him in this new light, uh, and even by the end, just the fact that this entire time he's supposed to be the smart one, but it's like, dude, you don't even know your own parents. Like, yes, you remembered yet your parents are not called Marty and Janet, but the fact that you hung out with these other starfish all day. Uh, the fact that even Patrick's parents um, still are a little insulting, but of course not to the level of Marty and Janet. The one weird thing is they don't even acknowledge that Marty and Janet are there in Patrick's house. You know, if I thought my kid would have forgotten who I look like and I open up his door and I see a similar pair of parents sitting in the kitchen, I, I would be a little upset I, I would question it a great deal as to far as to why there were these two starfish in there but they don't even get mentioned at all Patrick and his parents just kind of laugh it off together um with, with Patrick just kind of bursting out laughing after his parents bring up how, how smart he is for learning to to remember to dress uh they just laugh go into the rock Marty and Janet proclaim they don't have a son walk off and that is I'm with stupid 
Um, definitely, like I said, it's an iconic Patrick episode. It's an iconic SpongeBob episode. It's one of the best of season two. Um, this is this is just one of the golden standards. It's kind of hard. This the first few seasons of this show I knew were going to be more difficult than the later seasons because at least in the later seasons when I get like an episode that I I don't really like I can kind of dig into a little bit as to why but for these episodes that I just love it's it's hard to sit here and it's just like gushing about all the positivity but uh, th- there's there's a lot here now to go over um, some trivia here uh, one thing to note is that there was a part of this episode I believe that was edited out. And during the um, the process of taking that episode out, there is a less saturated and washed out version of this episode that aired um, pretty much for for a decade plus uh, any time this episode aired on television up until uh, the uh, non-saturated version aired on Nicktoons in October of 2019. Uh, I remember seeing it's weird because I if you would have just told me that trivia fact I wouldn't have remembered anything or seeing it when I saw the screen caps of the less saturated episode I have then like it just clicked something in my memory going I remember watching that on television and feeling that something was off but not really getting it but now I understand that there's just a an edited version of this episode for some reason that is less saturated if you happen to watch this episode on Amazon Prime or Paramount Plus you don't have to worry about that it's the original uh, version uh, apparently before this episode though at some point Patrick forgot to eat which then required Spongebob to use a funnel when you know he brings up in the episode you've forgotten it. you've forgotten how to eat again come on we'll get the funnel Patrick informs him that you know he didn't forget to eat and Spongebob responds darn I like the funnel if we go back to a previous episode in season two grandma's kisses we are shown an image of Patrick feeding Spongebob a pumpkin through a funnel, which means this funnel exists and is definitely in use between these two in terms of feeding. I guess giant foods, or if you forget to eat, it's somehow supposed to knock all that down. Now, starfish, I guess, are just known for being incredibly dumb. It's just a thing in the Spongebob universe. It's just a thing about the species of starfish. Uh, Marty and Janet forgot they didn't even have a son. They just hung out with this kid all day and and pretended to be his parents, were open about being his parents. Patrick, of course, hanging out with these people all day, not even understanding that it is not his parents um, by just even the way they sound, the way they dress. It's just imagine two people showing up at your house and they're not being your parents, but I don't know. They're not even dressed the same, even if at least if they were dressed in some sort of floral attire, we could get past this, but... Uh, it's, it's pretty crazy. Uh, there's also a lot of, uh, information that might lead to the fact that Marty might be an electrician, just a little bit of tidbit trivia here, but he just mentions a lot of, uh, you know, when SpongeBob's making electrical buzzer noises, he asks Patrick if SpongeBob is broken. He also brings up the, uh, calling Patrick a, being a three watt, a three watt light bulb. And there's just a lot of weird little, little moments like that throughout the episode. I don't know. Could have just been in the writing. Could have just been, you know, Tom Wilson putting in some electrical humor here and there, but that is this week for I'm ready. A sponge pod square cast. Once again, my name is captain Eric. If you are a supporter of this show, if you feel like you are a part of the ready crew, which is pretty much my fan base for anything that I make, you, Please support by any way you see necessary. If it means sharing a link, sharing an episode on social media, 
even liking any of the episodes I'm putting out. Uh, all of that is appreciated. Uh, I appreciate you guys. Thank you for listening. We'll see you here next time. Magic Conj, will I ever get to meet Tom Kenny? Maybe someday. Oh, so you're saying there's a chance. Okay, okay. Should I tell fans of the show how they can support us? Yes. Goofy Goobers, supporting the show is shockingly easier than catching a blue jellyfish. Right from our Anchor page, anchor.fm slash spongepod, you can find links to all of our social media and a support button if you happen to have a few extra clams. Also follow us on twitch.tv slash spongebobpodcast, where it's not only the official home to our sister show, Video Bob Game Pants, it's also where I stream live drawings of various Nickelodeon characters and host the opportunity for commissions and giveaways. Lastly, the official merchandise store is now open at redbubble.com slash people slash spongepod, where various designs will be uploaded in Inspired by our show, including our official logo, which is now available on a multitude of products like t-shirts, stickers, duvet covers, and even a shower curtain. This is a podcast by a fan for fans and will always be fan-driven. Any way you see fit on supporting our show is much appreciated. Thank you and enjoy.